We are I. When we think of the the topic, what of our what are our bodies capable of and what of are our minds capable of? I don't think that we really have any real good understanding what this what this means. And like how can we? Like I look at yesterday, for example, you know, like not that you could sustain this every day and not saying that you should. But how long could <clears throat> how long could you and at like what capacity? And why can we? I understand the dynamics between like survival and output. I thoroughly understand because I'm an adventurer, a hiker, a hunter, you know, a forager, a, you know, a fisherman, all of these things. So I thoroughly understand the dynamic between survival and output of effort. But yesterday, I got up at uh, at 3.30 in the morning. I did my first workout, cardio and abs. Sat in the sauna, sat in the ice bath, you know, did everything, hour and a half. Met with two clients, had a business deal, you know, went, did another workout midday. Went and picked up my daughter from school, went and met with some more clients, came back home, dropped my daughter off at her mom's, and then I went and I trained again. And then I sat in the sauna again. Now, would I promote, you know, working out three times in one day? No, not necessarily. Did I go into it knowing exactly what I was going to do? Well, I knew in my workout in the morning that I wasn't going to do just cardio and abs for either of my other two workouts. So not a whole lot of body breakdown, just more using what I already got. Not trying to build, not trying to promote, not trying to do anything, just trying to do something that allows movement for my body. Because I knew later on, because the mid-afternoon workout, I knew it was going to be legs. Like that was my that was my one definite. My my evening workout had no idea. Well, it turned out that my evening workout it was just started as a joke. I was with a buddy of mine and I was like, you know, maybe we should do a hundred lanes of, you know, a weight sled push. And then, you know, he kind of looked at me, he's like, All right. And I was like, fuck. Well, I guess we have to now. So we supersetted that in with a salt bike for the first fifty 50 lanes, and these lanes are, if I had to guess, 50, 60 feet long. And I was like, okay. Well, it took us 52 minutes to be able to complete that. And after just training legs in the afternoon, doing something that was all legs and like kind of more performance legs, as I was doing it, I was thinking, like, this is what, this is what our body, this is the potential of our body. How can we say that, you know, you shouldn't work out more than one time one day? Because, you know, what if I had to 
you know, chase down an animal, which there's still tribes in Africa that do that actually physically run and exhaust the animal before, you know, they harvest that animal. What if I had to, you know, hike mountains or, you know, what if I had to hike down and up and down streams or around lakes or, you know, any of these things, like a lot of physical output, never mind, you know, cleaning, gutting, skinning, smoking, storing, like all these things that take a lot of physical effort. And my contrast is always is people who have physically demanding jobs that are, you know, 8, 10, 12 hours a day, which I used to do in road construction six lifetimes ago. Like your body is constantly broken down. Not only did I work a road construction job where you're working, you know, 8 or 10 or 12 hours a day, a lot of physically demanding work, but I still would go to the gym at the end of that day. And that's human potential. That's physical human potential. I think as we do less and less and less and less and less, the bar gets so low that we don't quite understand anymore what our bodies are capable of. But the one thing that I do also know is that when I go hiking, multi-day hiking, where you're hiking up several mountains over the course of a few days, arguably getting a shitty sleep because you're sleeping in a tent in the backcountry, it's uncomfortable, it's a short sleep. You know, all of these things, carrying a heavy pack, like that's human potential. Just think we've got so deconditioned, we don't even have... an actual thorough comprehensive understanding of exactly what our bodies are capable of doing on the regular. Now, is there a difference in this training methodology where, you know, can you lift extremely heavy weights all the time? No, I don't think that you can. I think that that is the difference. Human beings are meant at a high rep volume, lots of repetition, lots of movement all the time. That's what I think human beings are designed to do. Now, are some human beings designed to do things slightly differently? For sure. There's different body types. There's different types of people. Absolutely. But I think for the general masses, like the vast general masses, you know, doing things all day long, physically demanding activities all day long, like that is just what we are designed to do. But we also got more sleep. You know, we also didn't have all this shit food. We didn't have all of these things like cell phone and internet and this and that. All this bullshit that adds and takes away a lot from our lives. You know, we were also exposed to the elements, which is just like sauna and ice bath. You know, we got cold, we got hot, we jumped in rivers, we jumped in lakes, we jumped in oceans. We did all of these things that connected us with this, these physiological responses that are great for our bodies. You know, we ate real, actual, whole foods, nutritious foods. There was no such thing as chemicals and pesticides and herbicides and all of this shit, preservatives, none of it, packaging, pollution, all this shit. It just didn't exist. And therein lies, in my mind, the human potential. Like, what is it like that when you were generations deep into that kind of environment where, you know, if you just simply had a a, a slightly easier way to hunt, everything else was the same. Shelter, clothing, relationships, tribes, number of people, in these tribes, in these communities, in these little small pockets of like, you know, 200, 300 people or less. 
except for that you just simply made hunting easy. Let's take away storage. Fuck storage. Just you made it easier to be able to hunt. Slightly easier, not dramatically easier, but just slightly easier. Like you had maybe a compound bow instead of one of these kind of homemade bows that were seemingly very effective. You just had a long, uh, long range, very accurate compound bow. And that was the only thing I said. And maybe some optics. And that was it. Because you still had to put in a lot of effort. You still had to get out there. It wasn't as easy as having a rifle where you could just walk the door. And it was just dramatically easier to be able to harvest something. But is that it? Does that in lie the best quality of life, making it slightly easier to be able to just provide food? But you still had to smoke it and skin it and store it and all of these things, finding natural ways to be able to preserve this food, prioritize this food, prioritize all the things that come along with this food. You know, these bones, these skins, these furs, all of this kind of stuff. You still have to do all of that and the work associated with all of those things. Still use those things for clothing and shelter and tools. Like this is what I think in my mind. You know, when I'm doing all of these things that I like, I honestly don't feel bad this morning. I feel a little bit tired because I wasn't even done everything and having, you know, a little bit of something to eat until after 10 o'clock last night. And then it's back up at three o'clock in the morning. So yeah, you're going to feel a little bit groggy. That's just because I went to bed a little bit later, you know, and I only got, you know, well, 10 till four, six hours of sleep. So yeah. But I don't feel overly shitty. Now, again, does this mean that I'm going to train three times a day, you know, every day? No. But we are lazy. And that laziness has a profound effect on our mind and our body that I don't even think we come close to understanding yet. We underutilize all of our resources. We underutilize our ability to be able to work together as a species. We underutilize our physical capabilities on our own. We underutilize our emotional capabilities on our own. We underutilize our intuition. We underutilize, you know, our mental capacity. We under we underutilize our reasonability and our understanding and these emotions that are really unique to us as human beings. We underutilize all these things. And, but yet we call ourselves the most advanced species because there's some things that we can look at like, like a car or a spaceship or a satellite and say this is a representation of our capacity. It's not. Not as us as people. Not as us as our physical, mental, and emotional, or spiritual beings. All that stuff is a, more of a representation of the underutilization of everything that makes us us. So that's a, what's stirring around in my mind. It's gonna take a it's gonna take a workout and it's on an ice bath and some talking today to be able to work through this topic because this is where my most flux comes in. It's just wondering what my own personal potential is because I know that it's very high. But what is that bar? Can it be higher, higher consistently? I don't know. But the one thing that I do know, and the one thing that I do enjoy, 
is really understanding where those limits potentially are.